0: What's What's up up, you guys? guys? I can't do it. I'm so sorry. That was good. I know. Okay. Ready? I'm ready to do it again. Okay. Okay, Ready? One, two, three. What's What's up up, you guys? guys?
1: Welcome to the Babes and Brews podcast. I'm Cameron. I'm Cassidy. I'm the better co-host. Oh my god.
0: You're just throwing
1: shade outside <laughs> out the gate, guys. It took us three times to do the "What's up, you guys."
0: I couldn't. Okay, it's is it "What's up, you guys" or is it "What's up, guys"? I know it's really bad I but I don't know. Think I say "What's up, you guys." Okay, I think that's
1: you, what I say.
0: I think you're right. We could not remember if we both say "What's up, you guys." Now we're going to have to review what's the tapes. What's up? What?
1: What's up, guys? Anyways, what's
0: up, you guys? <laughs> um, So, you know, we're back filming another podcast. It is uh, Saturday afternoon, I'd say, um, March 30th, and, <laughs> you know, we just had ourselves a week. School is... Sucks.
1: Sucks. <laughs> Ready to graduate about yesterday.
0: Like, it's just so hard.
1: I don't get why they made college so hard. Like, I get it. It's the biggest scam, (laughs) and it's hard, and, like, my teachers still love to cancel class, and it's, (laughs) like, it's so annoying. Like, it's just, it's really been a week for us. But, you know, I think we're still
0: kind of debriefing from spring break. We had a great spring break. It was so much fun, so relaxing, very much-needed vacation, I'd say. Mm -hmm. We spent our spring break going back home to California, It was great. It was so much fun. Best time
1: of my whole life.
0: (laughs) We had a great time. Um, And one of course, we, you know, hit up the beach, saw some friends, saw some family, but I'd say one of the highlights, if not the best day of our trip, was the day we went to L.A. It was just, it was just truly one of the greatest days of our lives.
1: It was the greatest day of my life. I don't know about you. Let's just,
0: let's just break it down for a sec. So you know we decided to get some tickets to Jimmy Kimmel which is just so exciting. we love him. I my dream is to work at a late night talk show. So it was so much fun getting to, like, see them and, like, see the behind the scenes. So we decided to apply for some tickets. What's really cool about, like, Jimmy Kimmel and James Corden and and shows like that is the tickets are free. You just have to apply for them. So we got some tickets for the Tuesday episode, which was the Bachelor finale episode, which, like, TBT, right? It seems like forever ago. They're already filming the new Bachelorette. But it was – we got to see Colton and Cassie – come out as a couple live for the first time and let me tell you we were not here for it. It was (laughs) so disappointing. We didn't see the finale before going to Jimmy Kimmel. We had only seen the Monday night episode and we were still waiting to see what happened Tuesday but we had a pretty good feeling I'd say that he was gonna go run after Cassie and have them be the final two which It's just so disappointing. I don't even want to talk about the Bachelor finale because I'm over it and I'm so mad at him and there's absolutely nothing to talk about. But we did get to see Colton and Cassie interact firsthand and there was zero chemistry. Zero. I have nothing else to say besides it was so awkward and so forced between them.
1: Yeah, it was just weird. Like, it was so uncomfortable and weird. I think they were just nervous. I don't think that they had been seen out as a couple before, so I just think... And it was such a big finale, he, it really took a turn, so I think they were just both nervous about how, how everyone was going to react. And I think she's just like that in general. I think yeah. she's kind of shy. Yeah. I think her personality, she's a little shy, and so I'm sure she was just nervous. But it was so weird. So... One of the things that happened on Jimmy Kimmel, I was actually disappointed. I don't think he asked them, like, very good questions. He did He was just like, how are things? And they're like, it's great. Like, we love each other. One of the things he did ask, though, he was like, okay, so what are you guys? Like, what is the label? And she was like, I don't know. He was like, oh, well, like, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? Or she was like, I'm not, we haven't really talked about it. Like, (laughs) how do you not know? Like, how do you not know what you are? Like. She's was, like, we're just, it like, was kind so of in weird. the
0: middle between, like, dating and getting married, and he's, like, so you guys are engaged, and she's, like, oh, no, like, we're not engaged, we're just, like, before that, and I'm, like, you're a literal idiot girlfriend. It was
1: weird, but then Jimmy Kimmel was, like, oh, so I know since you guys didn't get engaged, you guys don't get, um, the ring on The Bachelor, if. You guys aren't familiar with The Bachelor. Whenever they propose, they get to pick out a Neil Lane ring, and they get to keep it if I think they stay engaged for two years or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but since Colton didn't propose to Cassie, they didn't get a ring. So Jimmy Kimmel was like, "Oh, I got you guys a ring from Neil Lane, but you guys can trade it in or not. But we just thought we'd get you a ring." So Colton is like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much!" And he takes the ring and he stands up and he's like, "Cassie, like, stand up!" And she's like, "What? Like, are you kidding?" <laughs> And I swear so, her face turned white, and her, she was so white. freaked out. She was completely freaked out. She was like, what's going on? And she kept, like, she was, like, shaking her head, like, no.
0: Yeah, she, he was then, like, don't do this. She was like, And then he, don't like, faked. This.
1: He faked to, like, go down on one knee, and she was just, she went completely white and was just like, no, oh my gosh, what is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, she
0: literally looked like she was going to... Uh,
1: um, she was literally gonna pass out. Yeah. It was so funny, but it was all a joke, and he was like, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, and she's like, oh my gosh, thank God.
0: Yeah, it was so weird. But it was so weird. I was just so not here for it, but, mm-hmm. and I was excited to, it was, like, exciting that it was the Bachelor finale for, like, the day we went, but also, I'm so uninterested in Colton, I've never been more disappointed with The Bachelor season in my entire life. And then on top of it all, they announced Hannah B. to be The Bachelorette. I'm sorry. I, this is my official resignation from The Bachelor franchise. I am done. I'm over it. I officially am 100% boycotting Hannah B season. I'm not saying that I won't come back for future seasons, but I'm a complete no for Hannah B. No, nope, I'm done.
1: She's done, people. I'm
0: done. I just
1: can't have a full season and waste my time of all these Alabama fans, like, Mm -mm. getting all rowdy for her and being like, this is why we're the best school. We're a bachelorette school now. We're only a football school. We're a It's so annoying. It's so annoying. I'm not going to listen to her here or say Roll Tide every single episode. I'm not going to. No. No. I just just, don't want to. And
0: we're not just being haters because we're, you know, enemies in the SEC. No. She's just so annoying. Like, she's so annoying, and then on top of it all, Alabama fans just do not deserve it. She's
1: just very young, and... Yeah, she just just
0: turned 24. Like, what? Are you kidding me? That is not old enough to be the Bachelorette. You have to be, like, lived a little to be the Bachelorette, I feel like. I feel like you need need the opportunity. um... You need someone to deserve it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Casty had the suggestion of Becca Tilly. And that's exactly who it should be. Exactly who it should. I couldn't think of anyone better. That would be an, a phenomenal Bachelorette. It would be someone from a past season, like, well-spoken, she loves a Bachel- the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Totally deserves it and, like, has been in the Bachelor franchise, loves it for years. You know? So, like, she would have been a perfect Bachelorette. But, no. They went with stupid Hannah B., who can't spit out a sentence, and in, in, who is going to be unbelievably boring. And it
1: was just so unconvincing seeing her at, after the final rose. Oh my gosh. And when they brought out the guys, like, I'm just confused. Aren't you Miss Alabama? Yeah. Aren't you a pageant girl? Aren't you like supposed she's... to be very poised and well-spoken? Yeah. She wasn't. At all. She was a complete mess. So freaked out. And I would be nervous too, but... I that was her chance. That was her
0: chance to prove it to us. She's had so much
1: experience. That was
0: her chance to prove, like, that she could be the Bachelorette. She's gonna be good. She's gonna be well spoken, and she completely blew it. So that was my final straw with her. Like, I can't do it. I'm not and gonna then waste my time. I was like,
1: okay, maybe you know, she was just nervous or whatever. Even though I don't know why she would be nervous because she's had plenty of practice being Miss Alabama and being on the show. Right. But then I watched her on Ellen. And it was even worse. Like She's just so, like, she can't spit out a sentence ever. And, and she, I know
0: they're trying to, like, market her as being, like, you know, a typical girl. Like, she's quirky not. and very, like, very herself. But she's not. She's a pageant girl. That's what she's trying to perceive to you guys. Like, her whole... Her entire life she's been trying to cover up who she really is because she's a I don't a even know why we're talking about The Bachelorette. I know. Because I, I know. just don't even
1: want to talk about it because I'm not even going to watch it. Me neither.
0: Like, so if you're looking for a Bachelorette recap, you can turn a, turn this off because you'll never be getting that from us. <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> yeah, so upset. Yeah, I don't really know where I stand about watching her season. As of right now, I'm going to say I'm not going to watch it. But I just kind of have a fear that the next Bachelor is going to be from her season. I'm okay with
0: watching the highlights just to know The Bachelor, but I'm not watching her. I refuse to watch her. Mm -hmm. And like, because I said the same thing about Colton. I said, I'm going to refuse to watch him. I don't want to watch him. It's going to be horrible. But you know what? I gave him a chance. I was like, "Uh, you know what? I'm going to watch it. I'll I'll give the guy a chance. He seems like a nice guy. No, blew it. Horrible season, worst season I've ever watched. Complete
1: waste of my time. Do you guys agree? Do you guys think this was the worst season in history of Bachelors? I would love to. I totally think it was. And I was really hoping that Kimmel too, at least Colton and Cassie would convince us. Yeah. Especially seeing them live. And they just didn't. They didn't really explain anything about their lives, like why they're so in love. And like we saw like A lot that obviously wasn't on the show.
0: Like, we were there for the whole taping. We got to see them when the cameras weren't rolling, and they were still awkward. Like, they were still just... So unconvincing. They just seemed like just, a couple that will be dating so for six months and break up.
1: She just se- still seems so unsure.
0: Yeah, she just, yeah, she still doesn't seem into it. She like,
1: seems the exact and, same that she felt on the show. And I and just, it was like he bullied her into it almost.
0: Truly. It was just, ugh, I'm over it. I'm done talking about The Bachelor. I'm really mad at them right now. Um, and... Probably the best thing that came out of Jimmy Kimmel was that we got to see Bob Saget. (laughs) It was so
1: funny, guys. It
0: was so exciting.
1: Everything that I thought Bob Saget was, just like kind of a creepy guy. He was,
0: but ten times more and ten times better. He was everything I could have hoped for and more.
1: He's exactly how I hoped he'd be. He was
0: so funny and he was promoting his new show, Videos After Dark. But he was just so cute and like gross and Inappropriate but
1: in the best way. And
0: everything I could have hoped for and he the best part of the entire thing was that he blew me and Cassie a kiss. We were I don't think we've like explained where we were sitting but during the taping we got to sit, like, literally, literally dead center, front row, right behind the cameras. Like, if Jimmy was not looking at the camera, he was looking at us. Like, we were dead center. So, like, Bob Saget literally made eye contact with us, and we blew him a kiss, and he blew one back.
1: Cameron was sitting right behind the teleprompter, almost. Yeah. So, truly, whenever they were looking straight, they were looking at us. <sighs> And shout out to the guy because who works there because he hooked us up with really good seats and
0: he was hot.
1: He was so hot, so hot. What was his name? I feel like his what? name was Link.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I think his name is Link too. Link was so shout hot. Shout out to Link. It was so Jimmy funny. Kimmel. We
1: when we were getting seated, we were like trying to flirt with him, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool." Cameron was like, "This is my dream job. Like, I want your job so bad." <laughs> and then he just hooked us up, and he yeah. sat us right be- behind. Where i like the production
0: crew and stuff, it and it was so much fun to watch. It was
1: great. I got thrown a t shirt and <gasps> yeah, it was by amazing. Guillermo. Thank Literally, you Guillermo, shout out to you. I can't believe for, you got a
0: free t shirt. That I know. was so cool. He threw
1: me a t shirt, and it was amazing. It
0: really went like, couldn't have gone better. And
1: I got Jimmy Kimmel's attention. So, <gasps> oh my god, that was so I'm really so happy funny. that I'm an attention whore because I got his attention.
0: Literally, so. she like Jimmy Kimmel during commercial break was talking to the audience, and he was like, you know, after interviewing Colton and Cassie, like I can see it between them. Like yeah, he's I was like, I was very skeptical yeah, before. I was very skeptical, but like you know, I think they might last. And Cassie goes they wall and screams it from the audience and Jimmy looks up and starts laughing. It was so funny and I love In that. In my defense, I really, that's
1: so embarrassing, but I really didn't think I was being that loud. And also, I don't think I was being that loud, but no one like was saying anything. I know, like, I love that you heckled Jimmy Gimmel. But like <laughs> my thing is Jimmy's talking, so like you would think the audience would be like laughing or yeah. be like, haha <laughs> yeah. Like, You know, have some sort of reaction, like we were having a conversation with him, and so you would think the audience would interact or something. No, it was just
0: you. And it was
1: just me, and I was like, I'm confused, people, so Uh I suck, this is another reason why Cassidy (laughs) sucks, but... It was so funny, no, it was so good,
0: and now you can say that uh, Jimmy Kimmel laughed at your joke, so that's pretty exciting.
1: You can put it on a resume. (laughs) I Um, guess. I don't really know if that's something to be proud of.
0: So put heckle Jimmy Kimmel on your resume. I didn't heckle him. I was just saying they're not gonna last.
1: But I wasn't the only one that thought that. Like a bunch of girls were like, Yeah, Yeah. you're so right. Like ever the whole audience, that's why no one said anything to him because everyone disagreed with him, but who's gonna disagree with Jimmy Kimmel? Apparently you. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm not I don't agree with you. And it was very obvious that they're not gonna work out. And at the. And I really think he was kidding. Like the way he was talking, I really think he was like, I don't think they're gonna work out.
0: Yeah. Um and at the very end of the show they provide a live concert outside. So we got to see Walk the Moon live, which was really cool. It was so
1: cool. It was outside and, and some
0: of our like new favorite songs came out of that Walk the Moon performance. Time I'd bomb, say.
1: it's truly a Bob.
0: Yeah, and right if you go rewatch the episode, you have to if you're a real fan because you can totally see us in the front row, but also when he introduces the um he introduces Walk the Moon outside. You can literally clearly see our faces right behind Jimmy Kimmel. So rewind the episode and look because we're mm-hmm. national and TV celebrities. And during the
1: show, whenever they pan the audience, you can see us You too. can so
0: see us. I'm in like a jean jacket. is in what? Like a black?
1: I'm in a black sweater, black shirt, and mm-hmm. shorts.
0: So like definitely look if you're And real we're fan. standing up
1: and I'm like, woo. And have my like, hands up, <laughs> clapping, jumping around. We're right in the front row.
0: Um. So obviously Jimmy Kimmel live tapes on Hollywood Boulevard. So we spent the day in Hollywood and earlier in the day before the Jimmy Kimmel taping. We, we spent
1: our time on West Hollywood. We went to I'm a witch of WeHo. The good old
0: WeHo. And we, of course, because we're basic bitches, went to Earth Cafe because, you know, it's the absolute best. And, you know, Cassidy, you know, decides to go order for us and I decide to go grab a table. And, You know, as I'm sitting outside, I look up and who's standing right there? It is Billy Lee. Billy Lee from Vanderpump Rules, which I must say was pretty exciting for us. I was furiously texting Cassidy to come back outside. I will
1: say it's like... The lower list of it's, a, it's people. It's a little like disappointing, <laughs> yeah. but it was nice for us because we really know who she is. Yeah.
0: So. And we spotted her from a mile away.
1: From an average, for an average person, it's a little disappointing. Yeah. But for us. It was The really fact exciting. that we could really appreciate it, it was exciting for us.
0: Yeah. And Castie, oh my God, it was so funny. So it was, Billy walked up and then I saw Jeremy come out. Um, Jeremy Maddox, who is Ariana's brother. Um and so that's when I like confirmed okay that's like definitely Billy and Jeremy from Vanderpump and so I'm texting Cassidy to come back outside. I'm like get your ass out here. You need to see them. So she walks outside and she like gets real close to them and she stands right in the middle of Jeremy and Billy. Looks at their faces just from side to side and just stands in the middle. Like she's within touching distance of them just staring at them not saying a word jawed to the floor just staring and so i like i'm sitting there assuming she's going to be like hey like you know i love your show i love you like whatever no she just says not a peep she just jaw to the floor staring at them. It was They
1: were in the middle so of a conversation. Funny. <laughs>
0: but like you still interrupted the conversation by standing no, there. No <laughs> I wasn't
1: standing there that long. I, it was for like no. a couple seconds. It was probably like
0: four seconds but it was so funny. But
1: I was just starstruck. I just didn't know what to do. But you built up the courage. She did go back and go
0: talk to them for yeah, a while. Yeah I
1: went back in and I was like oh my gosh I love Vanderpump Rules. I love your <laughs> show. And she goes well are you a fan of me? And I was like, I just would expect nothing else from Billy. Yeah, we're like. And I was like, for sure. sure, but don't listen to my podcast because I talk shit on you. Yeah. But it was cool. She was nice. She was super friendly. Yeah, she looked cute. She looked very cute. She was with someone though, so I didn't talk to her for that long. Yeah, but I was really upset because Jeremy from Vanderpump Rules was also there, and he sent me a cameo for my <laughs> birthday. So I was hoping I got to talk to him so I could be like, hey, this is weird, but. Start a conversation. He did say he wanted to be on the podcast. It would have been a great conversation starter. And it just wouldn't have been as weird. Mm -hmm. But he had a blast. So I didn't get to see him, which was unfortunate. But that's okay. I'm still so grateful that I got to see them in person and talk to Billy because she was really nice. And Vanderpump Rules is my favorite show. So So, uh,
0: speaking of that after Jimmy Kimmel that was all before we went to Jimmy Kimmel then after Jimmy Kimmel we went and had dinner at Sir, which was just phenomenal and it was just such a great experience and we got so lucky because we know we obviously went up to the hostess we didn't have any reservations and she told us they were completely booked for the night and then we were like Come on. are you sure? (laughs) Are you sure? And then she finally, she, you know, sat us in a little corner, but we were still outside. We were
1: literally, like, all the way in the back of the restaurant, like, (laughs) in a corner. But we were
0: still in, like, the white room, so we could still see, like, the outside. So it wasn't, like, dark or dungy or anything. It was ideal, honestly. It was, like, we got really lucky that we even got to eat there. We got to have the famous goat cheese balls, which were
1: divine
0: divine phenomenal and a nice salad and
1: I got to go to the bathroom that they all hook up in and that everyone's gone to the bathroom in there so I feel really accomplished we
0: definitely took some mirror selfies in there it was Mm -hmm. phenomenal we we met up with our good friend Annie Sharp from school shout out to
1: Annie Sharp boop boop shout out to Annie Sharp um, and it was a great time. I got Lisa Vanderpum's Pinkity Drinkity. 10 out of 10 recommend. <laughs> it was $15, but it was worth every single dollar that I spent because every sip was truly magical. Do you know and what the real name of it is? Yeah, it's Lisa like, Vanderpum's Pinkity Drink. Or, or Pinky it's de- Drink. It, no, it's like pink. Pinky Drink. Is it Pinky Drink? It's yeah. definitely not Pinky
0: Drink. Okay, because it's that's not James Charles. <laughs> But
1: it's Lisa Vanderpump's Pink Drink. Pinky <laughs> Drink. Pinky that's totally. Pinky drink. Totally. That's what it is. Totally. But it was super good. Refreshing. Light. Not strong. Like you got
0: to drink a drink from the bar. From the famous Sir Bar.
1: That Lisa Vanderpump has hand picked out.
0: Like how exciting. Yeah, it was really everything
1: exciting. I've ever wanted and more. And
0: then of course we went and took some pictures outside of Pump. Got to see Pump a little bit, and then we got to see the famous Tom Tom. We got to
1: see Guillermo too. And Guillermo, that's right. When we were walking out of, he surf. said hi to us, and oh. I jolted to, to the floor again. Floor again. <laughs> I was gonna pass out every time I like was walking in Sur, I thought I was gonna collapse. It was so, and fun. I really came to the conclusion after this trip that. I hope I really never meet my idols. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hope, like, truly, I really hope I never meet Lisa Vanderpump or Stassi because I will pass out and then make a fool out of myself. So. Oh, my God.
0: But as we were walking on a sir, I can't believe we saw Guillermo because it all happened so fast. He, like, passed us, and then I, like, noticed, and I was so hoping. We were in, like, a straight line, so I was really hoping you would notice, and then I was like, hi, and he was like, hi, ladies, how are you tonight? And I was like, I think that was it. That was all we needed to die. Like, just straight yeah, up die. then died. my,
1: like, jaw went to the floor and he started laughing at me.
0: It was so funny. It was so, it was just a riveting experience. And we got to see to- the new TomTom. Tom, and I just, like, feel like we got a lot of perspective. And I feel like our credibility really really went up. Because we have a firsthand experience of Sir
1: and yeah, Tom. Yeah, like, all's and- I ever do is talk about Vanderpump Rules and all the characters and Lisa Vanderpump. But now I feel like my street cred and, like, my credit has mm-hmm. really gone up. Because I've been there and I've got totally. to experience it so I can really back up what I'm saying.
0: Totally. Like, because I
1: have, like, so many opinions and I feel like I talk about Vanderpump Rules, like, mm-hmm. 24-7. But it really helps me out that I, that since I experienced it, I have something to back me up.
0: Totally. And the servers at Sir serve were such bitches. It was everything you could have hoped for and more
1: yeah it's truly like what you see on tv yeah. is like true like they're such like they are so, bitches yeah
0: they were so rude like and even like- the
1: hostess we were like hi like can we put our yeah. name in like is there a way Right now, and like I don't think she really thought that we were trying to eat there because we were just being annoying, taking pictures. <laughs> totally, and she was just lucky judging us. Oh,
0: hikey But she was kind of a thought, anyways. So she's no la yeah. Kent, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> um,
0: so moving on from spring break a little bit, we had a great spring break. Wish we could go back. Not ready to be back in school, but um, the Real Housewives has you know kicked off and. We have been living for this drama. Um,
1: It's truly so great because you have Vanderpump Rules on Monday, you have Beverly Hills on Tuesday, and then you have New York on Wednesday. So it's it's just the the trifecta. It's It's the best, the best three days of the week.
0: Truly. So, we've been really watching um, New York and Beverly Hills right now. So, we'll have to start off with Beverly Hills, obviously, since we were just there. Um, Yeah,
1: I have Beverly Hills in my blood. Yeah. So,
0: So let's talk about Doggate a little bit. So, guys. It's exhausting. I mean, let's just start off. Foremost, we are Team LVP. We will always be Team LVP, and anyone who isn't is wrong. Okay? Because LVP did nothing. Okay? And even if she did, she would still never be guilty because she's a queen.
1: That's what I'm saying. My thing is, is even if what they're saying she did is true, I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Okay, let's recap a little bit. So...
0: (sighs) The whole season is based around the dog drama. We really going to have to break it down. Between Lisa and Dorinda. Truly breaking it down for you guys. So basically the whole issue is Lisa owns Vanderpump Dogs, which is a rescue center for dogs. So Dorinda went and got a dog for her family at Vanderpump Dogs. Her second one, let me remind you... And it ended up going, um, after probably, what, two weeks, it ended up in a shelter and back at Vanderpump Dogs because it's chipped. So anytime their dogs end up in a shelter, they'd go right back to Vanderpump Dogs. Even though if you get a dog from Vanderpump Dogs, you're supposed to directly return it if you do not want it anymore. This
1: situation just has me fuming. It's so ridiculous. Lisa clearly has it stated out in a contract mm-hmm. how it's supposed to go down. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're a not if you don't want the dog anymore, that's fine. You return it to Vanderpump Dogs. No questions no, asked. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Well, Dorit didn't even do it the first, or I guess Dorit did that the first mm-hmm. time, and I think there's also a $5,000 fee that goes along with right. that, and Lisa was like, you don't even need to pay that, like, it's fine. She gets another dog, it doesn't work out, that's fine. I don't understand what's so hard about Just not returning the dog. But Dorit thought what the better option would be is pawning it off on her
0: assistant. I've been calling her Dorinda the whole time. Oh, really? I'm not Dorit. I'm telling you, it's
1: so confusing. Oh, my
0: gosh. I take it all back. I've been talking about Dorit, guys. I'm such a rookie. I have it literally written down in my notebook as Dorinda, too. I'm such an idiot. Sorry, guys. Dorit is the dog. (laughs) Is the dog murderer. I did not even...
1: Pick it up. I didn't either.
0: I knew I was saying something wrong, but I'm such an idiot. Okay, sorry. Doree is the one who took Lucy Lucy off Apple Juicy, which is the name of the dog. So, the whole Doree's saying that she gave it to someone and then that someone put that
1: dog in a shelter, right? Yes, but it clearly states why wouldn't you just give it back to Vanderpump dogs or. If you wanted to give it to someone else that could take care of it and it was going to be in a good home, why don't you call Lisa Vanderpump up on the phone? And, like, like let her
0: know you're going to do that.
1: And throughout the whole show, she's like, Lisa was one of my best friends. She is a, such a good friend. I don't want this to – I didn't want this to hinder our friendship yeah. in any way. Well, if she's such a good friend, then why is it a big deal for you to just call her up and be like, hey, I'm so sorry, Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy, didn't work out. She was biting, but we found a home for her and – Everything yeah. should be fine. So then Lisa could go, because Lisa does home checks. Yeah. But since she knew Dorit, she didn't feel the need that she needed to go do a home check, but her pump dogs, in their contract, they go do a home check after they get the dog, make sure everything's good, and then... That's that. Well, she didn't do a home check, but that could have given Lisa an option Mm -hmm. to go do that and, you know, transfer the paperwork at least. She has a contract with Vanderpump Dogs, so wouldn't you think the smart thing to do too would be to, like, transfer your contract over so you wouldn't be legally binded or anything? or Just the normal thing to do as a good friend is just call Lisa up. And she made it seem, be, like, sneaky and almost malicious-like. Right. And make it seem like it's not a big deal.
0: So all this isn't even the drama yet. (laughs) <laughs> this is just setting it all up. This is what happened before they even started taping Beverly Hills. So uh, the very first episode of Beverly Hills, they're at Vanderpump Dogs, and basically it all goes down that the people at Vanderpump Dogs are trying to bring up the whole dog situation, so Dorit's embarrassed in front of all the other housewives, and so that all the other hi- housewives know that she gave this dog that away that ended up in a shelter. So... Basically, after the next couple episodes, it gets revealed that Teddy is involved with um, bringing up the dog gate drama at Vanderpump Dogs. On the
1: first episode, we didn't say this, but at Vanderpump Dogs is Teddy Mellencamp and Kyle Mm -hmm. Richards were at Vanderpump Dogs. Right. And one of the workers, John Blizzard, Mm -hmm. brings out Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy and is like, hey, like, do you two, do you know who this dog is? Does it look familiar? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, like, yeah. what? And he's like, it's Dorit's dog. Like, this was Dorit's dog, and we just got it from a shelter. Yeah, and so he exposes everyone, which basically he is like, all And he's, like, this very upset fault. about it. Basically, right. it's all, like, John Blizzard is just very upset about the situation. The, they found the dog in the shelter. Thankfully, they got it back, but he's very upset, because it came from Dorit. I think it's just upsetting to them that it, This all happened from Dorit that was one of Lisa's good friends. Right. And it all could have been avoided.
0: Right. So where we're at right now in the drama is that both Dorit and Teddy are mad at Lisa now because they all think that Lisa is the one who told John Blizzard to bring up the whole dog thing. To make Dorit look bad. To make Dorit look bad, which she should have done that. Dorit should look bad and should be embarrassed about this whole thing because the dog ended up in the shelter. That's the whole issue. That's the and biggest issue. And it could have issue. been solved
1: by a phone call,
0: right? And so the episode that we just saw last Tuesday, the most recent episode, at the very end, a article is released. Um, I think on like reality blurb, which like who reads reality blurb? Like come on. Um, about Dore in the dog drama. And they all assume it was LVP. They all think that LVP is the like one leaked who the story. leaked the story. Which, like, one, LVP doesn't have time for that. That's so petty. And, like, why would they just assume it's going to be her? You know, they don't even give her the benefit of the doubt. And so next episode, we see LVP and Kyle's big blow-up. And it's all about this leaked article. Which, like, I just think... I was expecting so much more from this season. Because they're all very smart, like... Businesswoman, capable women, like, but they all are acting like total idiots right now, like absolutely idiots, because they're just all trying to attack LVP and make her look like the bad guy, even though Dorit is obviously the bad guy. She's the one who gave this the dog to a shelter. Yeah,
1: I think that's what the is the most annoying part is because throughout. Each episode, it's, like, Teddy and Lisa trying to get Dorit's approval, almost. Right. Like, her forgiveness. But I just don't think that but Dorit don't... shouldn't be giving the forgiveness. It's all Dorit's fault. Right. And... What I think it all boils down to is I think it's really all John Blizzard's fault. 100%. He, I think, wanted... I think he was very upset. I think mm-hmm. he's a dog lover, and no, he, b-
0: Because they... Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was born in Vanderpump Dogs, so mm. they have had this dog yeah. since it was born. So, like, they took care of it, you know, they...
1: It's their baby, and so they give it to Dorie, who's... And thinks they that's assuming. trusting, right. Lisa's friend. So they're assuming it's actually going to a good right. home, and then they find out it doesn't, and this is the second dog. And then it's,
0: like, all your hard work, and then it's gonna end up in a sh- kill shelter, you know? Yeah, like. and
1: so I think John Blizzard did want to embarrass mm-hmm. I And I think he was texting Teddy Mellencamp. That is all true. Right. And Teddy did agree, bring up that Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy was there... And was Dorit's dog right. Teddy agreed to that?
0: And like even that whole situation isn't a big deal. Even if they did bring it up, like they were gonna find out anyways. You know, some people were gonna find out about the dog issue anyways. Who cares that John Blizzard told them? Yeah. So know? I think
1: John Blizzard is. I think he linked that article for sure to the reality blurb or whatever it was. I think he's the mastermind behind or it's- all this and. He's 22 years old. Yeah, I think people are like forgetting that he's 22. I'm like, I I live for the drama, so I'm sure he lives for the drama too. And on a national platform, he's getting a ton of TV time. Of course, he wants to. Yeah, and so since he is associated with Lisa Vanderpump, I think he does kind of run Vanderpump Dogs. Yes, um, and is in charge of it because Lisa has a million other things going on. So I think. And I think he did use her name I was like, mm-hmm. yes, Lisa wants you to do this. And I think yeah. he lied. Yeah, and for sure. And if you even go and read Lisa's blog on Bravo, she that's exactly what she's saying in that mm-hmm. John has apologized for it. And he is sorry for his actions, but he just wanted Jari to mm-hmm. apologize for her actions. And we didn't mention this, but Lisa, um, whenever they did bring up the dog, she shut it down. She yeah. was like... To Teddy and Kyle, she was like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, this is between me and Dorit. I don't want this. Anyone else to know? It's not a big deal. I do not want to talk about it. Like, all the other housewives didn't know about it Mm -hmm. until Teddy and Kyle started running their mouths about it. But Lisa was not talking about it. She did go to dinner. Her and Ken went to Kyle with Dorit and PK about, about it, and she expressed that she was upset about it. But with their friend group, she didn't want there to be any drama.
0: And I think, honestly, there is a possibility that John, that Lisa may have mentioned at some point to John to bring up the whole Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy to embarrass Dorit, because she should be embarrassed. But Lisa doesn't want to ruin her relationship with Dorit and PK, because PK is a longtime friend. And but then really I good think,
1: friends with Ken.
0: Exactly. And Lisa is not in the right state of mind right now. What, th- probably three, four weeks before shooting, filming, She lost her brother to suicide, you know, her her last family member so that's such a hard thing to be going through I think she's just absolutely not in the state right state of mind so I think honestly she could have maybe told John Blizzard at some point to bring it up but either way when it when the whole situation and the whole plan went down she tried to stop it even if she tried to orchestrate it she did try to stop it and realize at some point that this was wrong
1: I agree and you I know? think it, even if she did do that and orchestrate the whole thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's not, and because Dorit deserves to be blamed for it. Yeah, at the end of the day, Dorit did like that's what happened, and she did pawn that dog off on her assistant. And her assistant, you know, they might may really have thought. I totally believe that they thought it was going to. Yeah a good home and I do think it was with good intentions however I don't understand why they wouldn't just give it back to Vanderpump Dogs was she embarrassed did she not want to like that was still their
0: responsibility it was
1: still wrong and I think Dorit should she's not holding or taking her actions she's like she's just getting she's like whitewashing her
0: actions like
1: she's just she's not taking responsibility for them right but she's never once said maybe I should have called Lisa and returned it to Vanderpump Dogs. Right. Which I think is what needed to happen.
0: I just I'm so excited to see L V P and Kyle's blow up. Like I'm not excited. I'm not to because see I it. think that's
1: when she leaves. Yeah. Like, Lisa Vanderpump is only here for half the season. Like, because I'm so excited to see it, but I'm so scared. Like yeah, so I we probably only have a couple episodes left with L V P.
0: Like we're just gonna get the answers we finally need. And I feel like finally make the final, like, opinion. Because everyone keeps saying, oh, the truth is going to come out. Like, the truth is going to come out at some point. And I think
1: what they think the truth is, is they're all just, I just think they're all jealous of Lisa Vanderpump. So I think all the housewives are on Dorit's side. So they're like, this is the truth. She lied. But even if she did, it's not that big of a deal. And, like, cut her some slack. She's going through a lot.
0: Just because the whole group thinks it's the truth doesn't mean that's the real truth, okay? Make your own opinions, people. Because
1: so at the end of the day, it's fact that Dorit was in the wrong. Right, and it's not fact.
0: They're they're all assuming that John Blizzard's text saying, yes, Lisa told me to tell you, is like, yes, that's true. They're like, yep, that's the text. Like, that's here's what i saying. Proof. Why aren't
1: we getting John Blizzard on? Like, why aren't we um, involving him? This is all his fault. Why are they just assuming that John
0: Blizzard isn't lying? Like, that Lisa said yes, why would they believe this 22-year-old kid and that they barely know over Lisa Vanderpump?
1: Are we also forgetting that Teddy is now taking responsibility for her actions saying that she was a part of this whole plan? But, like, before this, for, like, three episodes, she was denying the whole thing that she right. was ever involved in anything. Right. And this, But then she comes out, so she was lying, too. Like, Teddy
0: gets caught lying, and just because she got caught and admitted, and, uh, admitted it, admitted it
1: and apologized, they're gonna assume she's, she's up a now queen, right. A yeah. queen. and it just doesn't make and any. Now sense. we shall bow down to Dorit.
0: It just doesn't make any sense. And Dorit's just
1: really playing the victim, and it's so annoying.
0: I'm excited, to and see Lisa Renna
1: needs to stop bringing it up. Yeah, I think <laughs> she loves to run her mouth.
0: About I think it. that's just the producers, though, like asking her to keep. Because I feel like Lisa Renna is a producer's dream. Cause they'd just be like, come on, Lisa, bring it up. And they'd be she'd be like, Okay. Yeah.
1: She loves to be the center of attention. She would love
0: it. Okay, so we gotta switch over to New York a little bit. So this this season on New York, it's been Dorenda versus Luann. So on the most recent episode, we got a little bit of closure with them. But throughout the whole season, they have been beefing because uh, I think in the very like first two episodes, Dorinda got disinvited to Barbara's clam bake because Luann didn't want to be her, have her be there because she's you know newly sober and Dor- Wait, she Luanne, thinks Dorinda you do not call the trigger. shots for
1: everyone. Yeah,
0: so Luann's just been trying to call the shots, and Luann's still mad that Dorinda possibly heckled her at her cabaret show which that's the whole issue this season is basically whether Dorinda heckled Luann at the cabaret show so there is there's video of it but I don't think Dorinda thinks she did right that's what I've been saying like I don't think Dorinda thinks so Dorinda there's video of Dorinda saying I don't know. Giovanni. Giovanni, Giovanni, Giovanni at the cabaret show. But I don't think Dorinda thinks that's heckling in her mind. Because I don't think she thought Luann could hear her. And I don't think
1: she meant it as like a rude thing. But why doesn't she just say that? That's why I don't get. Why is she like, yeah, I, I said that, but I didn't think it was being mean. I apologize if you thought, if you took it that way, but I don't think it. Because
0: I think she was drunk and I don't think she really remembers. But like, they're
1: not going to show it to her? Like, no, They replay it all the time. I know, but that's not real time. They're not watching the show but with us. even Bethany, like, says all the time, she's like, like, you did it. Like, everyone was there.
0: We all saw you do it. See, but I think Dorinda just doesn't think that and she hasn't seen the video, you know?
1: Well, <laughs> oh, I think Dorinda... She should just be like, well, I didn't think I didn't but, think but, you but, take but it that way. But I
0: just like, Luann wants an apology so bad and Dorinda doesn't believe that she owes her an apology. Because, And I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence because I really don't think Dorinda thinks she heckled her. And maybe once she thinks, sees the video, she'll think otherwise. But I don't think... I don't know it's just a weird situation and I think it's a little dumb also but at the very end of the most recent episode they went to lunch and decided they'll never really come to a conclusion and they truced it which it's fine I think it's a little boring I love a good truth truce lunch but, I don't know. I
1: think Dorinda is handling it well. She yeah. took Barbara to lunch and cleared all that up with the clam bake. And basically, Barbara should have told Luann, like, hey, this is my clam bake. Yeah. So, you can't tell me what to do. Figure out your guys' issues on your own time. But Barbara really wants to stand by Luann and her sobriety, which I also yeah. get. She's newly sober, and you want to help your friend. So
0: definitely I do
1: understand that and I'm living for Barbara this season I know that you're not yeah I'm, I'm really like I think she's so funny <laughs> I'm I'm not a big fan of Barbara I think
0: she's kind of annoying I think she's trying a little bit too hard to be on the show
1: which you have to do you ha- it's she wants to be a real housewife so for I sure. get it but I like how they throw her in there because I think she's entertaining
0: Yeah, she's adding a little bit of a new element. I'm a little bored of her. Only because I just want to see more of the other housewives a little bit more.
1: Well, I think that was the issue. I think that's why they tried to throw her in because they weren't getting as much. Like drama. Yeah, so they were like, okay, if we can throw in her going to lunch. I think she was supposed to be a full-time housewife, and they didn't. She wasn't bringing the drama, so they kind of made her a friend of.
0: I think that's a possibility. I think that all happen I don't know I just think Barbara's been kind of annoying and I think I'm just very tame Dorinda right now so I don't love that she's siding with Luann
1: yeah I'm like not really a team I could see that. They're, I'm just like I'm waiting to see. I think Dorinda like is kind of in the wrong and I also think Anne's being so dramatic about the whole thing. Yeah. This just isn't drama that should be anything but that's what makes the housewives amazing because they always turn the dumbest drama into the, a whole season and it's so funny. And I feel like each, like each
0: housewives are trying to pin it on one person. Like I feel like they're kind of trying to pin – Obviously, pin Lisa down. They're trying to pin Nene down in Atlanta. They're mm-hmm. trying to pin Dorinda down in New York. Like, I'm just everyone's all trying to team up and attack one person. Right, and I really need to know if this is on purpose. Like, if what's, it's like what's Bravo, happening, like right, the right? What's happening behind the scenes? Because no, but it's
1: like Nene. Like, I can't believe. Surprise. Uh,
0: I mean. Nini's the best one. We've got to dive into Atlanta because have you seen the the text between Portia and me? So
1: that's why I saw that, and I was like, I need to dive. I need to get into Atlanta.
0: Stay tuned for the next podcast because I think we're gonna start diving into Atlanta a little bit more. Because if you haven't seen those texts between Nini and Portia, they are t t t t. Um, but you know, I'm excited. I think next week's all of the housewives next week will be really good. I'm excited to watch. and I wished they were on five times a week. Um, some more exciting national news is that Hannah Montana turned 13 and Miley I can't Cyrus, I believe
1: it's already been 13 years.
0: I know. and Miley Cyrus has been gracing us with just all of the throwbacks you would ever need. She started off, my favorite throwback that she's posted is of her leaving Nashville for the first time. It's a picture of her at the airport when she is going to LA to become Hannah Montana. And it's really, really the hopped off the plane at LAX with my dream and my cardigan. And it's just so exciting to see. And it's so cute. And she was, was, Hannah Montana was just
1: iconic. Iconic. Like, everyone just wanted the best of both worlds. (laughs) They wanted to be a regular teen while also being a pop star. I know. It was so relatable. It was so relatable in, like, her dream closet, but also being, like, this country girl, Um, like, living in Malibu, but from Tennessee. Yeah. She had... I mean, she truly had it all. And she had
0: Brooke Shields as a mom. How much more could you want? I mean... Um, another exciting thing is that, well, in the midst of all this throwback photos... Miley Cyrus, what, probably like two days ago now, posted a bunch of pictures as Hannah Montana herself, which it is I, so funny. We can't figure she, out
1: whether it's a wig or... She totally just dyed it because I think you're right. Her yeah. hair has been growing out, and I just read an article that she hasn't been using extensions anymore. Right. And she said that. Yeah. And it looks like a wig, but it's totally her real hair, except the bangs are fake.
0: Yeah, she definitely clipped on some... Uh, Straight across across clip-in blank. Oh my God, I cannot speak. Some straight across clip-in bangs. And they're phenomenal. She looks just like a grown-up Hannah Montana. Identical. It's It's identical. Everything I could have wanted. It's exactly what I hoped for for a Hannah Montana reunion.
1: I know, and I love that she's filming the whole thing posting so many pictures like she posted a picture of her and her oh dad Billy Ray and was like sweet Netflix it's
0: so funny it was so funny I love that she really embraces it now and now yeah. she like is can be fond of it and it's like yeah and she passed. did the 10
1: year challenge side by side and it's the complete it's <gasps> so exactly good. the same it's so good I just like love it and I just I've really been appreciating her Lately. She's been feeling very nostalgic and on her stories. She's Me too. been posting a lot from her Disney days and just with a bunch of celebrities when they were young and it's so cute. And, and she I like
0: DM'd that. Nick Jonas a picture of her and Noah Cyrus wearing Jonas Brothers T shirts mm. and he replied. I mean
1: everyone's been replying to it. She's it's been just posting the best. with like Vanessa Hutchins, Demi Lovato, <laughs> everyone. They've all been responding to him and loving it.
0: It's like truly this was our era. This was our childhood and mm. I would love we've to. Been see. Having, we've
1: been having we have been having a lot of our childhood come back up lately like with the Jonas Brothers with Drake, Drake and, and Josh, Josh yeah so it's, I've been loving it me too and like reliving all those I days feel, because that was my prime it's truly really nostalgic they, ju- they just don't have those shows on tv anymore like they just really don't yeah like with what well, the that generations type of quality they grow up with it's just not the same for sure
0: um moving on a little bit I think it's really appropriate right now Because Mandy Moore got a star on the Walk of Fame. And I just think it's really appropriate right now because we're watching um, The Princess Diaries. We have it up on the TV right now. And Mandy Moore in The Princess Diaries is one of her most iconic roles.
1: Iconic. I think she
0: was made to, like, play a mean girl. Like, I know... But I know that's kind of weird because she always p- plays, like, maybe more. Like, the sweetest. I mean, A Walk to Remember. like
1: That's when she should have won the stars for oh, A Walk absolutely. to Remember. That movie is amazing. But, like, her
0: in The Princess Diaries is such an iconic mean girl. And I just feel like that was such a good era because that's when she was singing and bringing like her pop albums out and it was just she was really
1: trying to figure out what she wanted to do and who I she wanted know. to be then so and she so
0: just funny. turned into absolute most phenomenal human being ever and she's so deserving of this. she finally got that recognition she deserves and got a star on the Walk of Fame and I can't believe so she so long overdue long overdue I'm just so happy for her and she's so cute and again
1: the whole This Is Us cast was there to support her they all went Out to lunch afterwards And it was amazing I know And it was like The best ones too It was
0: like Milo Ventimiglia And the big three Mm -hmm. And oh It was so cute. I'm just
1: so. And she didn't have, she had like a small group, I feel like, there. Um, at least afterwards, and they were like a part of that small group, which Mm. I love. They're like a true family.
0: I know, they are a true family. I don't want it
1: to be over. Mandy
0: Moore, I love you. I
1: love you, Mandy Moore.
0: Um, so the last thing on my list, this is a bit of heavy, heavy speculation, but I just want to talk about it because I love this. So it's reported that. Lady Gaga and Jeremy Renner have been hanging out lately. So I'm going to put big quotation marks around hanging out allegedly allegedly. that's a good a good word. Allegedly, they've been hanging out lately. And it's they're saying, you know, it, they're just longtime friends. They just see each other when they are, you know, in town together in the same town. I a hundred percent think they're hookup buddies. A uh, thousand percent. I don't know if they're dating. I would love if they were dating, but I a hundred percent think they're just banging each other when they're in the same town.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I don't think that they're dating. I think it could turn into that just because she just got out of yeah. an engagement and she's been a lot for her this year. She's just been doing a lot. I know she has her shows in Vegas going on right now. She just had the all award, the award season. season and she's coming out with a new album. So. Mm-hmm. And, should, and send in an engagement so it's just a lot exactly
0: so girlfriends gotta burn off a lot of steam yeah
1: so I totally agree with you I love
0: I would love that if they were friends with benefits because one how exciting would that to be friends with benefits with not only lady gaga but also jeremy Renner I love both of them
1: and I'm here for it
0: just super random but I like love that and I'm just
1: I'm here for it. Lady Super Gaga has just it. been amazing lately. Happy her, late
0: birthday to her. Happy she,
1: late birthday. Her hanging out with LVPs, everything I've iconic. ever wanted, and more. And
0: I just I can't wait to see what she does next. I think she's only on the come up. And especially if she's getting some from Jeremy Renner. She's definitely <laughs> got a pep in her step. <laughs>
1: totally.
0: Um, okay, Cassie, I have one last thing on my list. I lied. Mm-hmm. It has to do with my question of the day. Are you ready? I'm ready. So Adele was recently spotted walking into a recording studio, oh, which it's me long overdue, right? Long overdue. And I've been waiting for her next ob- album. So with that said, what is your all time favorite Adele song?
1: Okay, so this is hard because <laughs> Adele is actually next to Taylor Swift is my favorite artist. Um, I like know every song and I've always loved her. I really mm-hmm. show my vocals when I sing her. Mm-hmm. So, this is, like, hard for me to decide, but I think I always go back on To Make You Feel My Love. Hmm. Is that what it's called? Make You Feel My Love is what I think it's called. It's just, like, an OG for Mm. me. So, I would say that one, but I have so many. That's a really good one. Like, that I, all of them, like, Mm -hmm. truly, I am a huge Adele, like, fan, huge, but I think I would have to go with that one just because it's always... It's just like I a I still play it to this day. It's right. so classic. I
0: literally just put it on a playlist of mine.
1: But there's so many like turning tables. Like I love them all when we were young. Mm. Oh, all the, I ask, I don't know. Like all of them are so good. They're so good. I know I knew it'd be a hard question. It's so hard, but I think if I had to only pick one, it would have to be Make You Feel My Love is that what it's called, I think.
0: Wow, I'm really impressed. So I thought about this question for a while, and I think... Someone like you? I don't know. I decided on a toss-up between turning tables and someone like you, but now that you said make you feel my love, love. hands down, how could I not say that? That was a phenomenal answer. So I did tell you um, this is a two-part question. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's a little bit random and has nothing to do with each other. Okay. But on the Babes and Brews Radio Hour, tune in Monday nights at 6 p.m., we had a question of the day that I thought was pretty interesting, and I thought our questions were, or our answers to this question was pretty interesting. So along with uh, talking about, you know, Hannah Montana and reboots going on, what reboot would you like to see next? So do you want me
1: to say the answer I said on the Radio Hour? If that's the same answer that you want to choose, or if you have thought about it more, Okay, well, I have, but, like, I've just, mine's going to be the same as yours. Like, my, okay, so I have, like, I want to see more Sex and the City. I want to see right. a Lizzie McGuire reboot. Right. And, but you said Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, mm-hmm. and that's what I think I would come down to.
0: Yeah, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. If I had Pants. to pick one,
1: I want a reboot, or more, of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants.
0: Right, and I think we'll get it Is at that some a point. reboot?
1: Like if you just have more,
0: like no, have more, continue it. Yeah, I think maybe a reboot's like after a significant amount a re- of time. I
1: think a reboot, or is this, like a TV, or, or is it a spinoff? But I think like a reboot is Fuller House.
0: Yeah, I think that is a reboot. But I also think a reboot could be, I don't know, could can movies be
1: reboots?
0: Let us know. Tweet at us. I'd love to know.
1: Yeah, but I want some Lizzie McGuire, I think would be cool. I would love some more Sex in the City. And I but my final answer would be Sister of the Traveling Pants. I would normally say Gilmore Girls, but we kinda got that yeah. with the A Young Life and I was a little disappointed with it. But I'd love more. I went I would love more of those too.
0: Yeah, they already wrapped it up for us, I feel like.
1: Yeah, they did. Um but that's my favorite T V show. Yeah. I think that uh sounds
0: pretty good. I would love Good Sisterhoods reboot. Um, but that's all we
1: have for today's Babes and Brews podcast. Yeah, but like Cam said, make sure to go check us out. Our Babes and Brews radio hour is every Monday at 6 Central Standard Time on 92.1 FM or the Radio FX app. Just type in Rebel Radio or the University of Mississippi and you should be able to find
0: us. Yeah, we're a good time and, you know, we talk about similar things. We get to play some music and... It's a good time, I must say. And we have to be like professional on it. So,
1: it's a uh, I'd say a good time on there. Yeah. And if you guys are just missing us cuz I know we only upload like once mm. a month, but we are actually consistent. <laughs> we have to be there every Monday. Exactly. And so. we have something new. Every Every week, week, so rocks. you gotta listen.
0: So we thought it'd be fun to include our commercial that plays on the radio. So right after this podcast, I will play it for you guys because as our loyal fans, you guys deserve to hear, you know, all the the media we're putting out. So we thought we'd include our nice little radio commercial that plays on the airwaves. Speaking
1: of all the media that we put out, we are going to plug a... Our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, at Babes and Brews Podcast. Please go follow us on Instagram. We post on our stories, like, every day, all the time. So, just go follow us. We're a great time. We are. We love interacting with you guys on Instagram. So, please, go give us a follow because we'll follow you back.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: And we'll like your pics.
0: Yeah, we'll be some loyal likers, And we love
1: to, you know, have some polls going on, have you guys ask us some questions we ask you some questions we just really like to interact with our fans okay yeah. see who's listening see who's out there okay um so yeah stay
0: tuned for our commercial peace and blessings peace and blessings love to all
1: and hey have a great weekend what's up
0: you guys welcome to the babes and bruce radio hour i'm cameron
1: and i'm cassidy make sure